Hello, and welcome to the Spooky Dookie Podcast, the only horror podcast for you social outcasts. Hosted by us, I'm Derek. And I'm Mike. And we're going to review Fear Street Part 2, 1978. Uh, we just watched um, Part 1 last week. Now we're in Part 2, and uh, Part 3 is coming out tomorrow. So we're trying to rush and record this so we won't get mixed up uh, after watching the first one and then try. I mean... After watching the second one and then watching the third one and then trying to review the second one after watching the third one. It's going to get really confusing. So we, yeah, yeah, we'll push scared. this one out. I was scared you were not going to be able to do it today because I'm not waiting to watch it. I'm watching it tonight. I don't care. So that was going to screw me up big time. I mean, I guess maybe not so much because one was a 1666. I think it's a huge difference in timelines, but. I don't know. I, I feel like they're going to all like tie in together. So it's just going to be a confusing mess to record if we. Like, did it together. So we yeah. I do like that uh, it's a, it's basically one big movie. If you put it together, I guess it's like, how many hours do you think? Is, is this, like, you think equivalent to how long it was? No, it's longer. Ooh. I mean, this movie, was almost, this movie alone was almost two hours. I don't feel like it. It didn't feel like that to Shit, me. I like that to me. <laughs> Both parts or just this one? Uh, just this one. Interesting. I don't know one... how long the first one was. I don't know. I, um, I'm a cuck for this kind of stuff, but we already know that. Uh, so should we just get into it? Yes, sir. Uh, the first one was actually three minutes short, so yeah, they're about the same. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is Fear Street Part 2. The movie starts off with uh, C. Berman. She's making macaroni and cheese and whiskey for dinner. Um she locks everything up, her house up, and um, you see the note on the bulletin board that um, Nick Good, Sheriff Nick Good, left for her saying that it's happening again. She had it pinned up on a wall. And as she's locking up the house, she left. She accidentally leaves one window open because she's, like, handling stuff for her dog or whatever. Um, eventually, somebody breaks into her house. Turns out it is uh, freaking Dina and her brother Josh. Um, they got her address from the phone book because, as you know, she they called her in the first movie because they found out that she saw um, Sarah Fear and Liv to tell the story. So they want to know what the fuck is going on because Sam is possessed right now. So they, um, Dina explains everything and they go out to the trunk, cut a car, and they see, um, see Berman sees Dina. I'm not See, Berman sees Sam in the trunk of the car tied up and, uh, whatchamacallit, wow, fuck, uh, see, Berman is all like, get her out of here, I don't want her here, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, um... I know we didn't introduce her yet, because it's technically her, but, like, see, Berman is Ziggy, so, like, should we just call her adult Ziggy or just Ziggy? I mean, I I guess, but that was, like, the twist. The twist? Where was the twist? I always knew it was that. How? Uh, how the fuck would she know? She said her sister died. What do you mean, how would she know? They 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 went to the flashback, and it obviously starts with Ziggy. Mm-hmm. And uh, just right away, Ziggy gets yelled at by her sister. Like, I just knew right away. Yeah. I mean, yeah, from a, a fucking storyline or a uh, story writing standpoint, it makes sense for it to be Ziggy because why would you make the least interesting sister the uh, survivor? But it was meant to be a twist. Mm-hmm. But, yes, see, Berman is Ziggy. So, anyways, um, 
uh, they convince uh, Ziggy to bring Sam to the house, um, and they ask Ziggy what happened in 1978, and she sits down and tells him the story, and that's the movie. Uh, the movie takes place in 1978 during at the camp. I don't know if they had the name of the camp. Was it Nightwing? 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 Maybe. Uh, camp. It's some. <laughs> um, it's Nightwing, right? Or is that just a Batman character? I believe. I believe it is Night Night something. Interesting. No, now I'm mad. I have to get confirmation so <laughs> I don't look stupid. Nightwing. I was right. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, this takes place in 1978 at Camp Nightwing. Um, I'm surprised that they didn't like show um, Kate's aunt at all, or like I don't know, because you remember when Kate said that her uh, mother sister went here, and yeah, what was the point of dropping that little nugget if it doesn't come back? Right, it was weird, but whatever. So anyways, it, like you said, it um this story starts off with Ziggy um, being tied up to a tree, Sarah Fear style. Um, the bullies. She's a witch. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're fucking with her because Ziggy stole 10 bucks from, uh, what's her fucking name? Um, Sheila? Sheila. Yeah, she stole 10 bucks from Sheila and she was like, I wonder why you do something so stupid. It must be because the wish is possessing you, and they just kept calling the wish. And um, uh, she was like, you know what they do to wishes? They burn them. And she pulls out a lighter, and she's getting ready to um, – well, she starts burning her arm with the lighter. Everybody's yelling at her, telling her to stop. Uh, one of the people who's yelling at her, telling her to stop, is uh, Nick Good, uh, a young Nick Good. Um and then uh, the camp counselor, Will Good, comes up and stops everything. And he threatens to um, – well, he they tell uh, Will Good that uh, she stole money. And Will Good threatens to uh, send her home. And Nick was all like, no, nah, we shouldn't send her home because, like, what if uh, her parents see the burn marks on her? If they see that, then they're going to shut the camp down. And Will was like, all right, well, let this be your warning or whatever. Because, you know, Nick, he kind of, he got a thing for Ziggy. You know what I'm saying? Um, anyways, uh, stuff happens. Uh, it's all a blur. Uh, Cut to the camp. We meet, um, which I'm called Ziggy's sister. Her name is Cindy. And her boyfriend is Arnie, and he's, like, a really good Christian boy. Um, and Ziggy's, like, and Ziggy, she's, like, a really uh, uh, fucking uh, a hooligan. I can't think of a good word. <laughs> delinquent? Yeah, that too, a delinquent, a hooligan. A fucking What's the difference between delinquent and degenerate? Aren't they, like, synonymous? I guess so. Um, she's all, all of the above. Right. So... Ziggy's all like that. Her sister Cindy is like a prep girl. Uh, I'm not good with these click names. Uh, but yeah, and she's dating this little uh, nice Christian boy. For some reason, I forget why, Cindy, she goes to the nurse. Nurse is named Nurse Lane. Um, if you've seen the first one, you know that name sounds familiar because she is the mother of Ruby Lane, the girl who killed all those people at the party then killed herself. She killed herself with that razor blade, and she's also the person who 
attacked uh old dude from the first movie. Forgot his name. Doesn't really matter. He's dead now. He took an axe to the You mean an actual old dude, or do you mean like the, the, the horny guy? Yeah, that guy. I forgot his name. Yeah, she was a succubus trying to kill now I can't remember his name either. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh I like her name is Nurse Lane, if you say it over and over again. It sounds like it's Nurse Slain, as in like slain. She she was slain. But anyways. Uh um, R.L. Stein is very much into just cheap puns and like yeah. things that are like just this, this Nick Good shit and he's a cop, like come on. Sarah Fear. Yeah. Funny side. I mean shady side. Funny though. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Nurse uh, Lane is, uh, I don't know, she's hoping her do something, whatever. And, um, for some reason, Nurse Lane at, oh, no, 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 not Cindy. It's, um, it's Ziggy. Ziggy, Ziggy. Ziggy went there for her burn mark, and Ziggy's putting cream on her. And, um, she, Nurse Lane was asking, why would they do this to you? And she was like, well, they think I'm a witch. And, um, Nurse Lane was like, do you know about my daughter? And uh, Z was like, no. And Nurse Lane was like, of course you do. She was like, what do they say about her? And she was like, Z was like, oh, I don't know. Z just said she killed a bunch of people. Oh, no, she was like, she, they said she killed seven people. And Nurse Lane was like, no, she killed eight because she killed herself. But anyways, um, that conversation happens. Um, other stuff happens. Then later on... Um, What's their name? Uh, fucking Cindy and Tommy. Tommy. Tommy goes to Nurse Lane because they have to get some. I think it was bug spray. Um, and as Tommy's looking for it, Nurse Lane comes out of nowhere and she was like, "I seen your name on a stone." Um, she's also holding a knife. She was like, "Um, you're either way, you're dying today because she's gonna kill him." And so she charged that on with a knife. Um, he fought her off, um, got her off of him. Uh, I felt like she was ridiculously strong for first Tommy. I felt like he could have manhandled her. I don't know. You seem like a little weak bitch. I mean, you find out later he ain't no weak bitch. Well, he was possessed. Fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't think he killed her. He just knocked her out and she got taken away on a stretcher. Yeah, they never confirm if she died or not. Right. Um, also, so yeah, so that happens. Um, some people on account was like, uh, she's probably possessed by the witch. Some people was like, oh, she's crazy like her daughter. Other people was like, she's probably on drugs. Cindy's one of the people who thought she was on drugs. So they go to, um, her cabin or whatever, not cabin, the uh, nurse's area to see if she was like on some type of drugs and they find some drugs. Um, I forget what it's called, but they were going to take that drug and take it to the uh, police to show that she was on drugs. But turns out the drug is just a fancy word for Tylenol, so it was nothing really. But when they got the drugs, they ran into Cindy and Tommy. They ran into um, one of Cindy's old childhood friends who is now just Ziggy's friend. Um, her name is fucking uh, Alice. Alice and Arnie. Ar- Arnie? Arnie. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they aren't too fond of uh, Cindy anymore. They keep calling her a snitch and goody-goody because, you know, she snitched on them back in the day. I don't really remember the backstory behind that, but I just know that happened. Anyways, um, they still go on through our stuff. They also they stole the drugs off of uh, Cindy and started taking them. Um, 
they're looking around and they find this uh, journal that Nurse Lane had and it's all the stuff about the witch and um, they see this theme drawn out and uh, what's her name? Fucking, I'm going to keep forgetting her name. Alice? Alice, yeah. Alice, she sees, she knows that the drawing is actually a map and um, so they follow the map through the woods. Uh, it's Tommy, Arnie, Alice and Cindy, they go to the woods, they follow the map, and they find, uh, I guess they refer to it as the witch's house. It just looks like a fucking cave. They go in there, um, they see, I don't know, they just look around or whatever. Um, Arnie's complaining that the dr- drugs aren't working and they keep taking more, and then he remembers that the drug is Tylenol. Um, Alice and Cindy, they crawl underneath, like, in this little hole area, and um, they see, like, the stone with all the names written on it. Um, while they're crawl- like while they're in that little room, Arnie is with Tommy, and Tommy is, like, sitting down, not talking. He's just fucking out of it, um, and Arnie's just talking to him, but Tommy's not talking back. And so when they went... What should we call it? What's her name? Fuck. Alice. Yeah, Alice. <laughs> Alice and Cindy are looking at the stone. They know it's the name. And Cindy was all like, you put that name there. And I was like, yeah, I carved this name in there into stone with my fingernail. And she was like, um, Alice was like, Nurse Lane was trying to kill your uh, your boyfriend because she saw his name on the stone and she was like, if I saw the name on the stone, I would have tried to kill him too. Because they knew that Sarah's after him because all the name of the victims were, uh, or all the name of the past killers were on the stone. And yeah. So anyways, they had that whole conversation. Um, they crawled back out into the room with Arnie and Tommy. Um, they was like, all right, let's get out of here. Um, then Arnie, he gets up walks over to this wall with a bunch of axes on it, grabs an axe, and just fucking brutally kills Arnie. Like, that was, that was a little that was a little too much. He stabs him in the face, like, or hit him in the face, like, two times. And they just showed it, like, his face all chopped up. Pretty gory. Um, I don't know why. I can't remember why. Um, Cindy and Alice then run out the exit, but they run back into the room with the stone. And when they run back in there, um, as Tommy was chasing them and crawling in there, the whole cave just like caved in on top of, uh, Arnie. And, um, at first they thought he was dead because like nobody can survive that. But Arnie was fine. He got up and he just left and walked to the camp. So now they're trapped in that fucking room. So Arnie leaves. Um, then he just comes back to, you know, the camp and, you know, random festivities are happening. Um, like uh, Cindy and Nick trapped Sheila into the bathroom and dumped a bunch of roaches on her. Now, this is everything after this is a blur. I can't remember <laughs> Uh, well, like, Sheila gets tricked into going inside uh, the 
the bathroom or whatever kind of, what is this, like an outhouse kind of thing? Because they think this guy that she uh, is obsessed with, they tricked her into thinking that um, he's going to be in there. And then what they do is they pull a bucket carry style because apparently Nick Good uh, is not like into horror, but he reads it. And he's like, because Ziggy was originally going to pour blood on her like in carry. He's like, nah, that's not that's not the that's not the way, man. We got to do this. And they poured roaches on her instead. Right. But she's still trapped in there after they run away. And that will come back. Uh, I forgot how Tommy gets to to be chasing uh, Alice and Cindy because they're stuck in the how the hell did they get out of there? They're stuck. I don't remember. They're stuck in there for like the majority of the movie. Oh, oh, I, yeah. I remember now. They after uh, Tommy starts going on a, a blood, uh, a, like a bloodbath starts happening. He starts killing all the campers, and this is kids. This is this is fucked. Like you don't and not think kids as in teenagers, like like movie team. These are ch- children. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at a camp, and like you, I mean, they're getting killed off screen, but it's still like unsettling as hell. Like I really, when I was going into this movie, I heard that it was going to be like more adult, but man, like Spear Street, the 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 like the 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 books are aimed at like thirteen to seventeen. And I I don't know necessarily if I see that as killing kids. They only kill kids main, mainly in R movies. Is this R? Right. So it has to be. There's a lot of nudity in them. Yeah, and, uh, so like I'm very impressed how far they took it. I really like they played so safe with goosebumps. It's very cool how they did this. Um a lot of those kids uh, were just like fodder, but there was one kid because they're playing a game. The, the camp counselors have this thing: shady side versus uh, sunny side. Sunny, Sunnydale, Sunnyvale, one of those. Yeah, whatever. They play this game where it's basically like a kind of like a they capture each other and lock each other. They they have like a base and the they uh. It's capture the flag. It's capture the flag. Yeah, and yeah. uh, Sunnydale, yes, never wins. Yeah. Right? No, no, Shady, Shady, Shady never wins. Right. So, so one of the campers from Shady Side has two, uh, a couple of them captive. Uh, and he's, I guess it's a comedic character, which I keep seeing tweets about how great this kid was. He wasn't very in it for very long, but I did like the little kid. Um, you know, a little chubby kid with glasses. He's awkward. They're bullying him. Kind of remind me of Andy Milanakis or something. No, he definitely looks like Andy (laughs) Milanakis. But, um, Tommy's just going just crazy, and everyone's uh, Nick Good and Ziggy are running around the camp trying to get everyone back into the the mess hall to try to keep everyone away from Tommy because Tommy's going on a fucking rampage. And uh, uh, eventually, uh, this kid uh, well, actually uh, Nate, not Nate, Nick went by himself. Oh, he yeah, left. Ziggy had to go back for Sheila, who's locked right, inside. Right, because he left. Yeah, he left Ziggy at the uh, mess hall. Where everybody yeah. else, she told he told her to stay there, and then um, Gary came up to uh, Cindy. It was, well, not Gary, somebody else. No, yeah, one of uh, Sheila's friends came up to uh, fucking Ziggy. It was like, "What do you do with uh, Sheila? You witch!" And then that's when uh, Ziggy remembers she left her in the bathroom and she ran off by herself to get Sheila. So Nick is trying to get everybody back together, and uh, Tommy's uh, stumbles upon uh, Chubby Kid. Which does he have a name? Uh, he did. Fucking forgot. Fine. Start with a J. Fuck. Well, whatever his name was, <laughs> uh, Tommy breaks in. And I thought, oh, they're gonna escape. There's no oh, way. Jared. Damn. Damn. 
they get killed off screen, but like, do they show the body like after like I don't remember. Yeah, they saw, showed like the chopped up hands and feet. Yeah, that's dark, man. Yeah, that, that's a very very sympathetic character in the beginning of that movie. You saw like when uh, I think it was Tommy saying like, "Hey, you got to be strong for us," like because they wanted he was basically I guess the leader of the capture flag um team, mm-hmm. and you kind of sympathize with him, and then damn like. He gets just get chopped down in his prime, man. I thought he was going to be like a, I guess like a side character that kind of made it. And like, he starts like making like fart jokes or like, oh, I can't run guys. I'm chubby. Like something like that. I thought that was going to be his role, but no, they took him out pretty early. And I think everyone's pretty upset about that. And the thing is with Fear Street, everyone keeps saying like, wow, like I'm getting emotionally attached to these characters and they're dying, which is a great thing because we're so used to horror films just chucking these stupid random teens who are dumb and unlikable into a movie, and you're like, eh, whatever. Every single character that goes down for the most part, you feel like – I felt physically upset a couple of them, especially with the first one. Everyone keeps tweeting about how Kate's death is so upsetting and so cool, but it's very upsetting. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. So uh, Ziggy goes back to Free Sheila, and uh, I guess they found her dead. I don't remember. Yes? No? Sheila's not alive. No. She was, she was still alive. Um, they go in there, and she's not in the stall, so it's like, they don't know, like, what the fuck's going on. And um, then uh, Sheila comes up from behind her and attacks her, like, you fucking bitch. Then that's when Gary runs down, like, why the fuck are y'all fighting? And we so never goddamn Gary. Yeah, Gary from motherfucking Halloween, the boyfriend's fucking best friend who tried another, to kiss whatever what another comedic character i guess kind of doofy guy he's i guess uh one of the counselors as well on uh shady side and uh he finds ziggy in there uh and uh sheila i guess and where did sheila go like she gets knocked out yeah she knocks ziggy knocks her out right yeah i believe so yeah and yeah. then uh i guess they hear down down underneath uh yeah, underneath the toilet, yeah. They hear is, somebody uh, screaming for help. Is Alice and Cindy, and they start banging up there, I believe, trying to get their attention. They, and well, they not banging. They're just yelling. They're too low on the ground. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're correct. Yeah. Um, and they realize that they're trapped down there and that Tommy uh, is still on the loose, and they have to yeah. try to get them out, which— Also, there's a lot of stuff we miss about uh, what Alice and Cindy are going through underneath. Like— um, the reason, so, um, they go exploring down there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so earlier they, uh, when they were actually trapped, uh, they got into an argument. Cindy, well, she went to go walk off by herself and she told, um, she told Alice not to follow her and she goes off walking and then, um, she like zones out and, uh, Alice touches her and go boo, go, like to scare her. And Cindy's all like, well, why did you do that? I told you not to follow me. And uh, Alice was like, you just walked around in a circle. And Cindy was like, what? And then um, they start traveling through the tunnel together. Um, I forgot to also mention that um, Nurse Lane, she created that um, map because she knows that she has to, She well, she doesn't know. She, her theory is that she has to get... Um, What's her name? Sarah Spears' hand and bury it with her body. So she knows where the hand is, but she didn't know where the body was. So, anyways, uh, they're they're walking or whatever, and uh, there's like a fucking 
deeper hole, like a chasm or whatever. And Cindy fucking falls and fucks her ankle up real bad. Oh, I texted you. I texted you <laughs> while I was watching that. Does that did that bother you? The the the, the snapping? Uh, not really. Uh, it's not. It's not the back. It's it's the side, I guess. Well, no, because the whole time when you text me that, I just assumed like somebody's Achilles Achilles heels was gonna get sliced, uh, pet cemetery style. So I was just yeah. like that. So when that happened, I was like, oh okay. So what if I didn't warn you? What would you feel like? Uh, yeah, I would have thought that was really, uh, cringy. Yeah. 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 Like <laughs> Dude, I, this movie is just taking it so far. I'm, Did I'm you so see The Descent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that happens and, you know, uh, somehow Cindy knows to snap the bone back in place and create a splint too, so she keep her bone in place. I don't know. Cindy's I think I cringed place. more when she was snapping it into place than it snapping it out of place. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, also, uh, I don't know, some other shit happened down there where they found like a beating heart. I don't know what the fuck that was about. Uh, that was weird. Uh, I feel like a lot of the lore is based around Alice and um, Cindy, what they find. But I can't think of any of it besides the hand, which is memorable to carry on into the rest of the explanation. I think we should just jump back to when they're trying to escape and they're Ziggy trying to get them out. Yeah. Um, so you see them in there. She grabs. It's a toilet thingy. I, I don't know. It's like a well because she has like a um, like those buckets that be at the top of a well. She was generating. I guess take the bucket down there and try to like lift them up or whatever. Does that mean they were pooping in buckets? I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. But uh, uh, as she was Gary helped them out, uh, Tommy comes, busts into the cabin, freaking kills uh, Sheila, then runs up to Gary, fucking knocks Gary's head clean off with the oh. axe, and his oh. body falls straight down in a hole. And Alice is freaking out, saying, get him off me, get him off me. I was so sad. It happened so fast, too. It was just so quick. I like when the kill- I like flashes when the killer is just, like, down to business. Just like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I'm just around killing people. But anyways. Um, I think it hurt more for me because I, I like him. It was so fast as in I didn't see yeah. it coming. And, yeah. and it also, it was... I guess comedic and also creepy how his body fucking falls yeah. <laughs> onto Alice. And he's a pretty big guy, so she can't yeah. get him off. <laughs> um, I forget how Ziggy escaped. I don't even know. Was he just, like, didn't care about Ziggy? He was just after them, after Cindy? No, she definitely hit him or something and, and finagled her way out. Just yeah. Because Ziggy is the... Is the is the tough one the 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 warrior of the of the bunch? Oh yeah 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 she uh yeah she knocked him down and she uh she ran out and she ran into Nick and she was like the killer's in there we gotta go and they took off running. Um so she still didn't get Ziggy and them out uh Ziggy and Alice out I mean she still didn't get Cindy and Alice out Cindy and Ziggy rhymes that's annoying. Um, yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, Alice and Ziggy are still walking around, and as they're walking around, they uh, they find uh, Sarah Fear's hand finally, and uh, Alice picks it up, and she sees Sarah's fear or whatever, and she puts it in her um, satchel. Uh, I think it was a bag they stole from Nurse Lane. But um, anyways, uh, come back to whoever, what's the name, Nick and um, 
Also, everybody in the mess hall left because uh, one of the guys, uh, I don't know his name. He was like a big jock or whatever. Um, Nick ran into him. He told That's Nick, the one that Sheila had the crush on. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he told, Nick told him to um, go to the mess hall and get everybody on a boat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's Kurt. Kurt, Kurt, Kurt. Yeah. yeah. Kurt is the jock that Sheila wanted to fuck. Yeah. He tells he tells Kurt to get everybody um onto the bus and um he's gonna like create a signal and then let him know to get out of there. But Nick never made the signal. Uh Kurt just got everybody on the bus and just drove off. Um yeah, yeah. So anyways <laughs> um Nick and uh what's her name? Ziggy. Ziggy runs into uh, some cabin, I think, or the mess hall somewhere. I don't know. It's a big area. Um, and that's when Tommy comes in there. Um, uh, they fight for a while. And, um, oh, that room was like full of animals and, uh, bugs, whatever their kind of room would that be called because he grabs a snake or, and oh, yeah, 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 he's yeah, trying yeah. to find where they are and they're hiding behind one of the like the little desks. It kind of looks right. like a, a desk that would be inside of a science classroom. Yeah, that's why I was going to say science class, but it's like a fucking camp, so what the fuck? <laughs> I, I don't know, but they're hiding behind one of those, and he kind of knows that because he heard, like, a squeak, so he releases a snake to go crawl. And earlier in the movie, someone said they didn't like snakes. Was it Ziggy? Probably. Yeah, because they, why, why else would they say that? So it's slowly creeping up to her, and you think that she's going to scream or something. Um, uh, yeah, and yeah, they get to fight, and um, eventually Nick gets knocked down and um, gets stabbed in the leg with the axe. Um, he yells at Ziggy, telling her to run. Um, I'll distract him, you know. How you gonna distract him? You're on the ground, laying down, fucked up. But uh, Ziggy ends up fighting him. Um, he just goes straight towards Ziggy. Like, he just goes after Ziggy. They go into this room. Um, he's, like, slammed her up against the wall. He's, like, choking her. He She grabs this uh, potato sack and put it over his head and just squeeze it. And I don't know if that was, like, to suffocate him or whatever. Yeah. But for some reason, it makes him fall down, and he does. And she runs away, and then he pops up with a fucking sack on his head. Oh, I forgot to also mention, what's her name? Fuck, Cindy is right there. She's um, it's like a it's like a a, a, a cellar door, like Evil Dead style, um, to the basement, and she's like trying to kick up, or it's just a vent, whatever. She's kicking up, trying to get out out of there to help um, what should we call it, uh, Ziggy or whatever. So she's like kicking real hard up against the thing and whatnot, and she finally gets out and she does something to Tommy that I forgot that makes them think that she killed them. Um, she stabs them with something. I can't remember. What happened to Alice? We, I think we forgot to say that. Nothing happened to Alice yet. She's just late coming because she's fucking limping. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they end up like, I think she just fucking stabs him and he falls down and um, yeah, whatever. Um, then Alice finally comes up and they all talk and you don't even know where the fuck Nick is because she ran away because time was chasing him. I mean, chase, chasing her. So Nick is somewhere. We don't know yet. Um, so yeah, they all go to the table to talk. Um, Alice, Cindy, and Ziggy. 
Um, she pulls out the hand. Um, I don't think they know what to do with the hand. I think they think they're supposed to just bury it, maybe. I don't think they know that you're supposed to do it with the body. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck you're doing with the hand. But anyways, they have the hand on the table. Um, what's her name? Uh, Cindy, she touches the hand, and then she sees Sarah Fear. Um, then it was like, all right, well, I guess it's over. Time to get out of here. Um, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, boom, which we call is dead. Uh, Alice, uh, I think it was Tommy. He fucking, he fucking kills her. Uh, then Alice and Ziggy start fucking, I was, Cindy and Ziggy start fighting Tommy. Uh, eventually, um, uh, they grab a shovel and, uh, I forget which one they look alike. Uh, one of the girls grabs the shovel and puts it up against, um, Penn's, uh, which we call it, uh, Tommy is against the wall. Cindy, Cindy, Cindy did yeah. it. Okay. Cindy grabs the shovel, pins Tommy because against the wall and chops his head off with the fucking shovel. It was her because at first she could not, I guess, Oh, yeah, kill. Yeah, right, 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 right. So right, she right. was showing character development of being tough, defending her sister. Yeah, I'm tough. I can kill my significant other. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so that happens. Um, they have this little heart-to-heart conversation. I feel like they should have had that conversation while, you know, escaping. But whatever. Um, then uh, Sarah Fear unleashes some of her old minions. One was Ruby Lane and the other one was the Milkman. I don't think they had like a name for him. I don't remember. I just no. know. And there was another one too with like a weird baby looking mask like or something like it was, he was a shorter one. Oh, like a kid. Yeah, I don't know. It is a kid, I guess, oh, right? okay. But I don't know what his backstory was. That would be creepy. I would love to see something like that. Yeah. A possessed slasher kid. That would be funny. Kind of fucked up, but funny. Anyway, maybe, maybe he's a part of 1666. Maybe, mm, probably yeah. not. Whatever. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> but um, uh, they're slowly approaching. Yeah, so they they run out. Um, they're trying to. Uh, they don't know what to do. Oh, so they they start digging a hole to um, bury the hand, and you see one of the killers like very far away, slowly approaching or whatever. And they're just digging, digging, digging. Um, I think they do eventually put the hand in there and bury it, and then they fucking get murdered. Uh, they get fucking stabbed. Like fucking uh, Cindy, she is real fucked up. Yeah. Tommy just. Going away with the axe over and over again, and fucking uh, Ziggy getting stabbed over and over again. It was, it was brutal. <laughs> it was brutal, and it felt comedic at the same time. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't feel comedic about it. And I don't think anyone else did either. I think that you over and over again. I guess. I guess. So, like, if it was in a comedy, it would be funny. I mean, that's how long it took. It just felt. I don't know. Yeah, they did. They took a lot of. You think they would have died before all those flashes? Like, and then they were talking to each other while it was happening. Yeah, they both on the ground, spread apart. It's it's a nice shot. It's like uh, of them both together, and they're both bleeding, and they're they're about to die. And you're like, are they both going to die? Is one going to die? And uh, they start talking to each other, and of course, uh, as I knew, because obviously Ziggy is still alive in the future. Cindy dies because earlier in the thing she referenced that they killed her sister. 
which is uh, very upsetting. She's she she's also she's not upsetting as upsetting as Kate's death because just there's just something about Kate, man, who was like just great. But I did I did get upset with that. I I didn't want her to die, even though I knew she was gonna. I don't really care for, her, but uh, oh, <laughs> um, but yeah. So that happens. Uh, they 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 they, they and uh, Nick Nick Good comes out of nowhere, and he resuscitates uh, Ziggy with you know the popular thing they like to do with this movie, fucking CPR. I don't know yeah, how what the CPR hell? bringing somebody up from a fucking stabbing, a brutal stabbing, but I guess it worked. Um, she, she came back to life. Uh, in the first movie, didn't they reference that she was dead for a, a, a yeah. certain amount of time she came back? So I guess yeah. well, whatever. And that's why they assumed that she saw Sarah Fear. The way that she saw Sarah Fear was that she died and came back. Yeah. Yeah. But they got the wrong sister somehow. I don't know why they thought. I don't know. Why was it in the newspaper that she saw Sarah Fear and came back? That she never know. seen Sarah Fear. Plot holes. I guess, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, uh, freaking. Also, I forgot to mention. Uh, well, wait, no, I think it happens now. Uh, one, no, it was earlier in the movie. One of the police officers was talking about uh, Nick's uh, father and how he was a legend in the police force and that how Nick was going to be a police officer one day. So, anyways, back to the end of the movie. Ambulance come, police come, blah blah blah. Um, hospital people, uh, paramedics, that's what they're called. They asked Ziggy, what's your name? She was like, my name's Ziggy. And, um, Nick was like, well, her name is Christine. Something like that. Um, he was how like, do you know that? I never heard uh, them mention that once. I have some theories, but, um, yeah. So she was, whatever. And that's where the C. Berman came from. Uh, and Nick, tur- uh, decides to pull the pussy move and not tell the yeah. cops what happened. They were like, what happened here, Nick? Because they trust him. He's a very trustworthy guy. He's Nick Good. And he's like, just like everybody in the beginning of the movie, thinking, she just went crazy. I don't know. Yeah. And it's because, uh, well, I don't know if it's because, but um, Ziggy believes it's because he wanted to be a cop like his father, and no, there's no way he'll be a sheriff if uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If nobody... Yeah, if, if he told people that a witch did it, rather than... Yeah, he wouldn't yeah. have... If he had nothing else to, to lose, of course he would have told the truth. That's exactly right. why. He didn't want to disappoint his father. He wanted to... I mean, he didn't want to follow in his footsteps, but he felt like he had to. And the right. only way he could do that is with not looking like a, a, a crazy person as well. Right, 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 right. And then, so, we cut to... Um, present time. Present time, and... Um, What's your name? Uh, Josh was like, oh, my God, motherfucker. You fucking, you, you, you're Ziggy. And she was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, fuck. And then Dina was like, hey, yo, what if I told you we know where the body is? You know what I'm saying? Is the hand still buried in the same spot? And uh, Ziggy was like, hell yeah, dog. So anyways, they go to uh, dig up the hand. And when what was built there? A mall or something? Yeah, I think it was built over the mall where uh the first killing happened in the beginning of the first movie. 
I have a little bit of a gripe with this because it's a part of a little shrubbery. They kept one tree, apparently, and put it in the middle of the mall. And they didn't have to dig that deep to find the hand. I feel like someone would have found it already. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That kind of bothered me a little, took me out of it. But whatever. Yeah, that makes, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> Three scoops down, you couldn't find the hand before that? All right. Yeah. Especially a big building like that, they will have to, when they have to make a basement? To put like the boiler, I don't know, whatever, whatever the movie. I don't care. <laughs> Even when you build a building, you still have to dig a little bit. All right, whatever. Anyways, um, to level the land. Anyways, <laughs> that's what we're worried about. Yeah, she digs up the head, and for some reason, um, well, Dina, her nose started bleeding again. Uh, Josh points it out. And then um, they got the hand. Dina touches the hand. And unlike everybody else, where they just see flashes of fucking Sarah Fear, Dina sees everything from Sarah Fear's perspective. And she sees it back in 1666. So she's in Sarah Fear's body in 1666. And roll credits. And that was Fear Street Part 2. Uh... I think the acting in this again, like they their cast, whoever's their casting director, just good good job. All these people are really good looking, and all of them are pretty great actors. And again, most of these people are pretty young. I mean, some of them are are our age playing younger, but a couple of them are are, are pretty young, and I'm pretty impressed by that. I I think the thing I've complained most in the podcast always is, and I take points off is for acting because horror movie is not meant for good acting, but they got to have both here. But uh, I guess let's get into it. Um, I guess I'll go first. I'm, I'm, I don't know where you're gonna go with this. Like I, I sort <laughs> like I, it could go either way. Because uh, I have a feeling that I might be wrong. Uh, so I'm gonna give it a spooky. Uh, I actually kind of like this one better than the other part, which I guess is surprising to many people because people really really like the first one. I did too, but. I don't know. I like the camp atmosphere of the Friday the 13th kind of thing going on. Uh, all the characters. I really wish that that kid, like I said before, the little chubby kid would have been more a part of it. Uh, I love Sadie Sink from Stranger Things, who's the main character, Ziggy. She's a great actress. Ted Sutherland as young Nick Good. That guy, I think he was, I think he might be the best actor for some reason. For some reason, that guy, like, I don't know. There's something about that guy. I don't Wait. know. Young Nick Good. Yeah, that uh, guy. I feel uh, like that guy was good. Uh, pun intended. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, Emily Rudd, who played Cindy Berman, was was good. The guy who played Tommy Slater, which I think he's not even uh, an American guy. I think he's like an Australian, so good accent on that guy. Uh, he talked. What? He talked? Tommy? Yeah. Yes. I'm not speaking at all. In the beginning of the movie. Huh. What did you think? They said he was dragging him around? Remember they started the movie when they were kissing and she didn't want to have sex with him? I don't remember that. They were they were cleaning the stall they were cleaning the stalls. Oh, I don't blame them. Girls are achy. Uh, okay, yes. Um I don't know. I'm 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 excited for the third part. I I think I have my hopes a little too hard uh, yeah. high high up because of uh the the first two because it's like, oh man, how how do you how do you finish this now? Especially because I'm not really into the older kind of movies where it goes pack in time like that where it's, mm-hmm. it's so I mean it's a flashback so Dina is going to be there it's going to be both it's going to crescendo into the real world and we're going to yeah. get a finale uh, but is that finale going to be worth it I'm very very scared because 
I would like, because you can't just do this in parts, I think. you It's either you like all of it or you like none of it because it, it has to go together. It's it's a trilogy. It's it's like one has to go with the other two to finish, finish the story. So I really, really want to say to everybody, go watch Fear Street like I have been doing it, uh, doing with, with, the, with the parts. But will I be saying that when we watch the third part later? I'm very nervous about it. But I will give this one a spooky as well as part one. But what do you think, spooky or dookie? Uh, 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 I didn't really like this one as much as the, uh, the, uh, first one. I will still give it a spooky. Knew it. I knew it. Um, I knew it because you were making it seem like you didn't like it, but I felt like it's still a quality movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's still better than a lot of movies out there. It's just, um, I don't know. It's just a lot of things in the plot. I don't know. It's hard, like, to develop lore. Like, because the more you explain, the more questions are asked. Like, like the more stuff you explain, it causes more questions to arise. And it, it just, it takes me out of the movie, and I just don't know what the fuck is going on anymore. Um, Do you think that we're pretentious assholes for always picking apart plots and not sitting back and just enjoying and not thinking, like, what a horror movie most of the time is supposed to be besides a hereditary midsummer? No, because I feel like if this was a movie that was supposed to be like a popcorn movie, it wouldn't have me ask as many questions because normally I don't really fucking care. Yeah. But, like, you're building this world and you're setting all these rules. Now I'm, like, confused. Like, why are these people... Why did Tommy get possessed, you know? Yeah, that was pretty random. Man was possessed because she bled on the spot where... Onto the body. Yeah, where the body was buried. So, like... Did we miss something? I don't know. Because in that case, why did Ryan in the first movie get possessed? Why? How are these people chosen? Okay. I guess Tommy did bleed. Like, remember he was, he's wrestling with the nurse and his head started bleeding. That's when it started. But But what? She said his name was already on a stone. That's why he was Oh, correct. Correct. I don't know. That's, that's interesting if, if we might have missed something subtle or maybe they just really just like, okay, we're going to make Cindy's boyfriend the killer next. It's, it's random. Bang, bang. We're going to shoot at whoever, which is disappointing because if they just followed the lore and he bled on something too, it would be fine. And then I'm wondering, like, why was Dina's nose bleeding so much? Like, does she, is she like a descendant of Seraphia or something? I don't know. But every time she gets close to something dealing with Sarah Fear, you know it's her nosebleeds, right? Like when they were driving by her. So did uh, Sam. Sam. Anyone? Was, no, well, Sam was bleeding because of the car accident. Are you sure? Yes. All right. She she was bleeding from a car accident, and then she bled onto uh, Sarah Fear's grave, which made her get the curse, and she just kept bleeding over and over again. Mm-hmm. Now, when they drove by that area, and she was going to throw the cooler on uh, the car, that's when... Her nose started bleeding, bleeding, and that's and why mm-hmm. when they got near the hand, Dina's yeah. nose started bleeding again. So I feel like Dina might be a descendant of Seraphir. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's why her mom maybe disappeared. Maybe I guess. who knows? I, guess I don't know. I'm probably, I'm probably just thinking too much into it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you kind of have to because they left a little things uh, empty here, like. You know, why can't you bury the thing six foot deep, not three foot deep? You know what I mean? Like, come on, guys, bury the hand deeper. <laughs> that's my problem with the movie. That's my that's my one thing I'm taking away from it. Just that's what took me out of it. 
bury the hand deeper and not in a mall. I feel like, I feel like Nick Good's ancestors have something to do with Seraphir dying. That would make sense. Maybe they just keep having the blood rind of where he's in charge. Like there was cops in the olden days somehow. There had to be some sort of uh, hierarchy maybe. Yeah, and maybe I mean, Nick, well, Nick, actually, yeah, I might have spoiled something, so that's fine. <laughs> Nick Good might be a part of... Uh, his family might be the people who called out the original witch thing with Seraphir. I mean, I didn't spoil something. It's just, I saw, like, the cast of the next movie. Yeah. And I think one of the um, characters' last name is good in the movie. So. Well, I think we kind of, I mean, we kind of just came to that conclusion anyway. I really think that all these characters' lineage is attached to all of this. Coincidentally, that's yeah. annoying. But yeah, for, yeah, I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like the goods are sauce. Yeah, maybe they, like, their family like sold their souls to the devil maybe to get further in life because his dad was the like the super great sheriff or whatever. His older brother, Will Good, is the mayor. And then Nick Good is sheriff again. I don't know, I just feel like something's up with that. Something ain't right. Depends something on ain't what, up. Some depends if it's a small town because you know in movies in the small towns like they always have people like that in the family that are kind of uh well, my brother's the shopkeeper. I'm the cop. Like, it could just be a coincidence. But no, I, I, I do believe that this is where we're going with the story, where somehow the the, the original goods are, are pretty sus. But Nick wants to break the mold. Yeah. Yeah. Because Will Good in the movie seemed like a fucking asshole, too, no, when he was a kid. So I feel like something's up. And every time they have, like, the news playing in the background, it's always Will Good talking about the uh, murders that's happening. Yeah, basically yeah. being uh, covering stuff up in a yeah. sense. Yeah. Well, we just solved it. We solved Fear Street Part 3, but hopefully that... Oh, I forgot to talk about... Oh, but what did I say? <laughs> no, 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 go ahead. I forgot to talk about my expectations for the next movie. I'm not excited. <laughs> I don't think I'm not excited. I'm worried. I mean, maybe that's it. I don't know. I, I, I think I like the first one so much because we were... We experienced the 90s. So yeah, yeah. it's like so nostalgic. And then like 1978, I, of course, I wasn't born in, but like all the horror movies I watched came out in the 70s and the 80s. Mm-hmm. So like this is great for me. And then like, okay, 19, I mean, 1666, ain't shit happening in 1666. Those are fucking period pieces for movies. And I don't fucking like those types. I mean, the Witch was okay. I would never recommend it for anybody. I like The Witch, but I wouldn't recommend anybody to watch it. Uh, That's if you the only watch movie it, I can think of, it. though, from that. Like, what other movie can you think of that's from, like, the olden times like that, which is, like, good? Oh, uh, is that? Yeah, you're right. I can't think <laughs> It's just not... It's not that the olden times, there wasn't scary things going on, but there's a lot more things uh, just to, I guess... There's not much scenery to those kind of movies. It's like hut, hut, hut. Like you know. I don't even think it's that for me. It's just that I'm I've never experienced that, so I I don't know. I can't put myself in those character situations. Only I, 1666 kids can relate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like with 1978, this movie. I've been to a summer camp for a week. Uh, and it's not that far from the 90s where life was kind of still the same. Not like exactly the same, but right. like you have some of the, pol- not political, the, the culture is, is, is similar. It's just the technology kept advancing. Right. So, so, yeah, I mean, I'm obviously going to watch it. Um, 
I feel like I think I'm going to like it because my expectations are so low. There's yeah, no way they're going to go lower than my expectations. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully that they just, I mean, they did the first two well. They're, they're, they're well written. So, uh, Maybe they won't crash and burn. Maybe they're, they're going to do good. I mean, maybe it will be just as upsetting with the characters dying, or or I don't think it's going to be any humor in sixteen sixty six because this is the this is the end. Like it's I don't where what do you what do you fucking how do you joke about that? Like where is it? I know that they reap in this uh, timeline all the characters come back. Like Kate is alive, Simon's alive, as. Uh, different characters, I think, though. See, okay. <laughs> well, I thought it was probably my brain overthinking. So I'm thinking it's like, all right, you know how when you dream, everybody that you see in your dream are people that you've seen in real life because yep. you, you can't, you can't make, make up. A, right. So that's what I thought this was about. <laughs> but I was probably overthinking it. I don't know. We'll I see mean, gonna, are we going to find that every single one of these people are related? Into, I really hope not, man. No, because <laughs> think about it. What if they link Kate to it, too? Because Kate went to the summer camp, and the, I mean, the aunt went to the summer camp. I, 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 please no. Please no. Just let them be funny side characters. Just let them be funny. We have, what is it, going to be like three characters linked into already? Nick Good, uh, Ziggy. And uh, Dina, three of them are going to be linked actually into lineage. We do not need more than that. Hell, we don't even need one, more than one. Like, this shit just kept it, 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 uh, Dina or something. I don't well, know. Here's my theories. Here's my predictions. The goods are evil. They they sold their soul to the devil for, to become uh, powerful people. And they and, and Sarah Fear was trying to stop them. And they put... They, Blamed everything on her, and they saw her out to fucking kill her, and so she put a curse on the fucking land. And she's also she 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 also had a baby that they didn't know about, and 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 Dina's a descendant of Seraphir, and that's why she kept bleeding every time she saw everything that was going on. And then uh, uh, also Josh is gonna die this movie. Oh. <laughs> damn. I don't think Josh is going to die, but I do agree with all of that. I would be pissed if I was a scapegoat, too, and I would haunt everybody forever. So I understand I, that. I really hope they don't do that, though, because that was a scary story to tell in the dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's a lot of movies like that. It's a, you have to feel a little sympathetic for the characters who had tortured souls, the villains, or whatever. I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Uh, that was Fear Street Part 2. Uh, here is the plug portion of our podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Spooky underscore Dookie underscore pod. We have shirts still on our big cartel. We have a TikTok, even though I don't think we've touched it in a little bit. Uh, it's just Spooky Dookie Podcast, I believe, or Spooky Dookie Pod. Um, uh, Spooky Dookie, fuck. Uh, Spooky Dookie. Oh, I, just, I already fucked it up. The underscore ones for Instagram. These are so, I wish we even had. underscore one of Twitter. Spooky Dookie underscore Twitter. But isn't Spooky underscore Dookie underscore pod the Instagram? Yeah. Ah, it's so confusing. I wish that we could just have one. And I, and I understand that people are confused just as much as us. And uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, keep streaming us uh, on uh, all platforms. Uh, do you think people use that one called Deezer? I think it's Deezer. Exactly. <laughs> we stream on that? I, I thought that we go to almost every streaming thing. I don't know. That's what I heard <laughs> about lately. 
So some person was plugging Deezer of an ASMR video. I was watching. I was like, I think we're on Deezer. But I've never heard someone like, yeah, let me check out this podcast on Deezer. Like, I can't name any other ones besides the, the main ones, I think. This is uh, like I, one got, I got the list here. We are not on Deezer, but we're on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, yeah. Spotify, Breaker, yep. Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. I have never heard of those other four. <laughs> I've never heard someone like, yeah... Radio Public, it's pretty sweet. Whatever. <laughs> well, this has been the Spooky Dookie Podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Derek. Stay spooky. Stay dookie.